Welcome back to the podcast. Glad to have you along. Um, the last post that I did uh, was recording about the godly home. Um, as I said within it, you know, again, it was one of those recordings that just kind of became something as I started talking. I was going to go somewhere else. And, uh, of course, that's the topic I landed on. And as I said in a little bit of the write-up on the webpage, um, it's just kind of where I've been, I feel like, this year. It's something, it's a topic that I've never really felt like I've had much place to speak into, um, to comment on, give an opinion on, uh, say that in any way I understand, um, let alone do right in any in any possible way, um, but I just feel a shift this year in regards to the ordering of my home according to what I understand to be the biblical pattern, the biblical outline and function of a household, a man and a wife and children functioning trying to find the way that God intended. And, you know, I continue to look into that a little bit more. Um, Just some historical stuff about culture. Because as I said in the last recording, you know, I'm not talking about some 1950s Leave it to Beaver household. I'm not not desiring that, and, and nor am I promoting that as... Uh, a goal to to try to attain. I'm not I'm not talking about good children, and that that's kind of where I am right now. And um, just for a little bit of transparency, you know, I, I recorded that godly home stuff, the um, godly family, whatever we want to call it. Um, today is Tuesday, so I did it on. Friday, I believe. I don't know. I've lost track. Maybe it was Sunday. Doesn't really matter. Um, Whatever the case, I posted it online yesterday. And my wife and I had one of the biggest arguments we have had easily in months um, yesterday. Uh, We were working on a project together at the farm and I was frustrated and nothing was really going right and I eagerly wanted her help I did I needed her help and it played out where I was we've been harvesting apples at our house and I've found this present hobby of making applesauce and apple cider it's like something I really like doing because I can be cooking that on our outside cook stove while I'm doing other stuff on the property and it's like it's the epitome of multitasking with an awesome reward (laughs) and she of course I mean I know nothing about canning I mean nothing Um, and she and the ladies here they can every season and you know obviously that's something my wife knows about But she, I think, admittedly was feeling a little impatient with my frustration, and we just weren't jiving. (laughs) And 
I was just being ridiculous and she reached a point of handling my ridiculousness with patience about as long as a human being can and we just had an old-fashioned argument and uh, after the dust settled and we kissed and made up I as many times in my life after the fact thought more spiritual and thought huh isn't this ironic that today I posted the little bit I understand about giving ourselves to establishing a godly household and you and I go at it in a way we just haven't for a long time <laughs> and I found that very very interesting to say the least so we talked about that and then today rolls around had a busy day it's early evening now and um, I had 15 hay bales delivered today and so we had to work together today and me and my wife and my son we did well in light of yesterday I wanted to be uh, alert and, and cautious and not be maybe caught off guard and give way to my emotions and allow a surrendered dominion in my life and uh, we had an enjoyable time uh, my wife took a break from homeschooling my son and they came outside and we fired up the tractor after we helped unload the bales and moved them around and all that we hadn't done that before that was a new new experience for us and uh, we had fun we enjoyed our time everything went well everyone got along and then my wife and son went back inside to continue on with the school day and as I'm outside working on something else I hear what I think is my son basically yelling for lack of better words and um we all know we all know that feeling, right? We all have that cringing feeling, like, "Oh man, Ugh, not again." <laughs> That's the way it is in our house, anyway. Maybe y'all have better-behaved children, but my son is at a stage where he'll be eight in a, in a month, and I'm telling you, his will is just—I don't know—it might even be bigger than mine. <laughs> And so it got to the point, I mean, my wife is very capable. She deals with him every day with school and all those things. She's, of course, very learned in this matter. She didn't need me to come in and rescue her by any means. But when I'm home, I try to carry my weight with instruction and correction. And so I came inside because it kind of reached a point where I was just, I was not okay with what I was hearing. And my son just proceeded to just kind of lose his mind a little bit and be, you know, the epitome of just having no self-control. Said a lot of things he didn't mean in his anger. Um, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't like instruction being told something to do without very clearly voicing his opinion. 
And if you don't want to sit and listen to his opinion before he even responds with any kind of a yielded heart of obedience, then, you know, it often does not go well, as was the case today. And so, as that came to a partial conclusion, at least to the extent where I had to leave to run an errand this evening, we were all going to go, but now my wife has to stay home with my son. It's kind of punishment for two. <laughs> it's a pretty stinky deal. Um, but here's what Kristen and I, my wife and I, talked about for just a few moments before I had to leave. And this is where I am this present moment. And, you know, plug in the spiritual neon sign and let's turn it open and talk from that perspective. I could very easily coerce my son to be more obedient seemingly than he is. I could offer him something he would deem rewarding. I could tell him if he did this, he would get this. I would tell him if he acted this certain way, he will get this reward. And my wife and I just talked about for a few minutes how we could very easily do that. I could seemingly, seemingly, seemingly have a son that from the outside looks extremely obedient. From the outside. Because we all know with our children what we can say or do or offer to them or in a way we could say, from my perspective, purchase their behavior. We can buy them off. And I would say just the little bit of culture that I see, that's a very alluring proposition in regards to a child. To purchase their response, their behavior. We went to the city pool yesterday, um, and not just like a little teeny municipal pool, um, which you might assume in our area because if anybody knows where we live, but like down in the city, um, there is a very large aquatic center, indoor-outdoor pools, uh, very large facility, and yesterday school is getting ready to come back in here um, and it was just jam-packed. I mean, it was loaded. They probably had to empty the pool halfway just to hold all the people in it without making it overflow. <laughs> and obviously, the majority of the, of the participants yesterday were children. And I'm a very alert person, so I like watching other people. I like gathering information from my surroundings and so obviously there was a lot of doing that yesterday just watching children with their parents, with their grandparents with their older siblings, whoever may have taken them to the pool that day And one thing that was primarily consistent 
with a couple of exceptions, was leave me alone. Don't don't tell me what to do. <laughs> there was some poor grandmother. She had what seemed to be several of her grandchildren and several of their friends, uh, probably around my son's age, seven, eight, nine. And she had this one boy just totally dunked the the I assume the brother that was with him, and the brother's screaming. He's holding him underwater, and the grandmother just grabs the boy's arm, and you can tell she was just at the end of her rope. He had obviously been doing this all day because she said, I told you, you know, we know how that goes. And all that boy's doing is jerking away from her, yelling, let me go, let me go, let me go, as she's continuing to yell at him her instruction he's not listening one one tiniest bit i mean he's he's screaming louder than her but she's diligent she's trying all she can she doesn't really know what else to do and i'm not sure there is much else for her to do and the boy pushes her off and he goes about his way continuing what he was doing and you know play this over and over again in dozens of circumstances yesterday of children. I mean, I had little children my son's age, like, jumping on me. And, like, completely oblivious of any other human being on the planet. And so I get it. This is no... My son doesn't have an exclusive issue. But what do we do with the behavior of our children? And is that really the question that needs to be asked? What do we do with their behavior? And herein lies exactly where I'm sitting this this afternoon. We can easily purchase our children's behavior. I could offer my son... I, I mean, we all know what works for our children, right? Son, if you just do this, you can do this. If you'll stop this, you'll get to do this. And even in Christian circles, and even here, if we're not careful, we'll just call it reward. Well, God rewards obedient children. So I'll reward you if you're good. I'll reward you. (laughs) Oh, reward. Ding! You have the child's attention. But here is where I'm at in our house. Because what we are after, I want to possess the heart of my son and his will. Like, I want to win over his heart and will. I don't want to coerce him. I don't want to just persuade him. I don't want to alter his behavior. I don't want behavioral modification to be my goal. I'm not trying to get him to perform for me because it's circumstantial. It's only when it benefits him. But if I have his heart, if his heart is towards me, yielded to me, wanting to actually please me and please his mama and not yell at us and 
and say things I know he doesn't mean, but he's just in his emotion. He says things like we all do. We're not quick to listen and we're not slow to speak. We're not slow to become angry. And then we say a bunch of dumb things in emotion, unrestrained and not under self-control. And so I've just been asking myself since I pulled out of my driveway, God, what ways in me are like that? Where in my own thinking, I'm coming to you on a rewards basis? A, I know if I will, you will mindset? Now we have to be careful, we have to be doctrinally right that we do believe that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. God extends His grace and His mercy and His compassion and His favor. Yes and amen, absolutely. My goodness, yes. But I don't believe that the motivation of our heart, as we look into the perfect Heavenly Father, the only perfect Father... The one who created us and gave us life and then recreated us and moved us from death to eternal life. I would like to think his his motive is to possess my heart. Not to modify my behavior so that I act better, perform better, do what he wants because, well... I know this will go better for me. This will definitely be more personally advantageous if I do this or don't do that. I want to be moved by pleasing the heart of God. A heart that is towards Him. And that's what I see when I correct my son. And when I see his little heart of rebellion. I see myself. I see myself. And so what ways as grown adults do we have our own twisted view of behavior modification? Hoping that if we just perform right, if we're just better, God will give us reward. He will give me something good. God, don't you know I've been praying a little more this week? What do you have for me, God? You know? (laughs) Oh, you know what he has for us? Intimacy with him. Closeness. relationship. And y'all, isn't that what we have got to establish with our children? I don't, I'm telling you, I have no interest in just making my son behave better. I know that won't last. I did that when I was young. I could perform for anyone, anywhere, anytime, because I knew what it would get me. Oh boy, I'm going to look awesome today. I know what this can get me today. No. We need hearts captivated by God the Father. 
Our gaze is set upon pleasing Him because it's our purpose and it's because it's pleasing to Him. And that's enough. That is our reward. Bringing joy to our Father. All those scriptures about the child honoring the father and the mother and like bringing joy to their hearts as they're in obedience and submission. Man, that's not just something for a child. That is because that's true for us. So for all you mom and dads out there trying to train your children in the way that they should go, I'm telling you, if you don't know this already, we've got to set our focus on the realities of this is what we do. When we get up and when we go to bed and everything in between, we are training our children in the way that they should go. I believe it's because it takes that much time to do it. Otherwise, oh, I can get this child to behave. Watch this. Boom. Hey, son, you want to drive the mule? Our side-by-side? Oh, yeah, Daddy. All right, you go uh, help Mama put those dishes away. Okay, yes, sir. Yes, Daddy. Well, that awesome little sweet boy, he's performing. He's performing. May we captivate our children's hearts and not just settle for behavioral modification. And then likewise, may we not tolerate that in our own lives, in our own decisions, our own pursuit of holiness and righteousness and sanctification, becoming like Christ Jesus. May we be motivated because our heart longs to please the Father. Longs for it. My soul long. I mean, that, that psalm that David wrote about, I love your law. God, I love your ways. Your ways are right and good. They are for me and not against me. I will walk in your ways. So today, let's examine our ways. Have I said that before? (laughs) Sound familiar? Let's examine our ways. That, I believe, brings glory to God in a man on the earth. A man considering his ways. Submitting not his behavior, but his heart and his will in his innermost place. Amen.